91% of my listenership identifying as women, I hope I'm not alone when I talk about having the experiences of overspending at Ulta or Target just on cosmetics alone. On today's episode of the Budget Babe podcast, I'm going to talk about some hacks on how to keep up with appearances without breaking your bank. Fellas, you may learn a few things on this podcast as well. You're listening to the Budget Babe podcast. This is Ella, and I'm here to talk about living your best life without breaking your bank. beautiful people. I'm so excited that you're joining me on this episode of the Budget Bib Podcast. On today's episode, I'm dedicating these tips to 92% of my audience who identify as females, but men may learn a thing or two on this episode as well. So from high school and well into my 20s, I have a confession. I have had numerous times where I spent a good chunk of my money on cosmetics. In fact, every trip to Ulta, which happened about once a month, would total over $100. And that is actually on the low end of what a lot of people spend, according to a cashier at Ulta. And I also used to swear by Estee Lauder, which is not the cheapest makeup, but that was the only way to go for me for so many years. And if you know me, and if you've heard of couple of episodes, I say that skincare is the one thing that I don't go cheap on, but I've learned a few hacks on skincare as well that I'll be sharing on this episode. And with some help from my friends, I'm going to talk about some recent discoveries on how to look your best with products mostly costing $10 or less. So I asked many of you what products you swore by, that costs for $10 or less. That was really expe- really inexpensive and you guys delivered. You gave me the answers. So I'm going to talk about my favorite beauty tips that don't break my bank from head to toe, except we're going to start from fingers and toes and end at the head. So for my fingers, I'm going to talk about my most recent and favorite discovery. And that is getting a professional-looking manicure and pedicure without breaking my bank. So in corporate world, one of the best accessories, especially if you talk with your hands a lot, if you present a lot, is having a great manicure, pedicure if you wear open-toed shoes. But a great manicure goes a long way and didn't always last me the longest time. So the $50 manicures weren't always the best return on investment, especially if they chipped the next day. I even had one that I got in October that came off in one piece and that happened to one and then eventually it happened throughout the week. It didn't even last me three days, a gel manicure. So with that being said, that wasn't always the best on my nails because they used the drill to drill beds. They told me I had only nail beds and that's why gel or dip nail polish, any kind of manicure didn't last me the longest time. And this summer I also tried the dip powder, the nail boo, at home gel manicures with the UV light and everything. And honestly, I haven't found anything that has lasted me forever. But recently 
when I least expected it, I found a way to get a professional looking manicure that didn't break my bank. And this is what my discovery is. This is my best practice. So what the first thing I start with is to dry up the oil on my nail beds is a bottle of rubbing alcohol. I wipe my nail beds down with that. And I have found a new love for these strips that sticker onto your nails. And with that, the nail strips go on. They're already polished, already uniform. They go onto my nails. I stay as far away from the cuticle as I can when I apply them without it looking like there's too much space. But I'll apply there and then I'll actually remove it with my nail, the excess polish part that goes over my nail and the part that goes around my nail, I'll remove that with my thumbnail and that'll actually look like a uniform manicure. I start with my pinkies onto all three fingers. I do my thumb last since my thumb is used for maintenance. And after I am finished applying the nail strips, I paint with this bottle, a blue bottle called Seche Vive and it's an instant gel effect top coat. I paint my nails with that and I have been told that my nails look like I got a professional gel manicure and here's the thing, it lasts longer and it is not as damaging to my nails as gel and dip had once been to them. So that is my biggest, biggest hack for looking my best without breaking my bank. The nail strips run a about $13. This is from Color Street. There are other brands that you can buy from Walgreens on Amazon. I did try a gel brand that I got at Target and I didn't like it as much, but I buy from Color Street. I like to support my friends and I can make one pack last twice because I'll use the first set of strips on, I can make that apply on both of my nails, both sets of my hands. And then I'll save the other for later or even save a few for accent pieces. And the way I'm able to do that without the strips drying out is I take a straightening iron or a hotel iron up to the top to where the nail strips are not. I'll take it over the top and seal the top with that. Low heat setting. It just takes a couple seconds. Seal the top and I can use those twice. I also understand that Amazon has nail strips that you can buy. You can seal those up. The gel friend that I tried said that they don't dry out, but they didn't apply as smoothly either. So I don't necessarily recommend those, but in all in all, just rubbing alcohol, $1, nail strips around $13 could be cheaper. An $8 top coat that I've used numerous times goes a long way. That's a $25 investment for a professional manicure just for one. And then the top coat, of course, I can use much more times later on along with the rubbing alcohol. That's going to last me a long time, but $20, $25 investment that is saving me so much more money in the long run versus a $50 manicure or pedicure. And I don't need the UV light. It dries instantly. It saves me time. It saves me money. And overall, it's saving my nails. Now that I shared my most recent beauty hack, I want to share a popular tip from a few friends that keeps my skin soft and hairless. Some hacks of my own and some hacks that I heard from a few people. So as far as shaving goes, I've heard that Dollar Shave Club has excellent razors for a low cost. I've heard great things about Flamingo and Billy razors. I personally use 
the Target brand razors, the generic brand knife I can find. Something I do recommend is using a men's razor. Now, I'm as girly as they come, but a man's razor is always going to work better because it doesn't have the moisturizing strips and the lubricants that the women's razors use. You'll also find that women's razors are a couple dollars more just because they have that pretty look to them. And the moisturizing strip actually shortens the life of the razor. So the perfect combination there, when I shave, Dove Moisturizing Body Wash creates that perfect barrier. I don't need shaving cream. I use that Dove Moisturizing Body Wash, have that thin layer, creates that perfect barrier, and shave carefully with a man's razor. Personally, my sensitive skin does not have any nicks from that. And totally smooth. Never had any complaints about that. So that is my personal recommendation, a man's razor and Dove. I also have found that Nair. I can use Nair on certain parts. I use Nair on the bikini line. Now, please be cautious with that. But alongside the bikini line, between waxes, using the Nair, removing hair that way is very effective. Using Nair on my legs has been very effective, although I do prefer shaving. I think I get more precise results with shaving. But shaving more carefully, creating that barrier. And after I shave, I'll use baby oil. And I quit doing that for a while because baby oil was once stated to accelerate aging. I heard this from one of those makeup parties I went to, said that the sun, smoking, okay, that's been proven. The sun and smoking have been proven to accelerate aging and mineral oil does. Got some awesome news there. My dermatologist actually debunked that. She said mineral oil actually preserves moisture more than anything, and it is safe to use. So mineral oil is a great thing to use after shaving. The other consensus is Palmer's Cocoa Butter. I have a lot of friends who swear by Palmer's. Less than $10 at the drugstore. Great about keeping in moisture. It's scentless. I like that part of it. I don't like anything that's really heavy in scent or that can smell that's going to offset my perfume. But Palmer's is super popular, and to keep my hands and feet soft, I will actually put Vaseline on my hands and feet and sleep in socks and gloves. I don't know if anyone who's listening is familiar with the term dancer's feet, but I will tell you as someone with dancer's feet, I am always amazed to see my feet callus-free after sleeping with socks on and gloves to keep my skin moisturized and keep it from cracking in the winter. That's especially now of using all the hand sanitizer that we're using, washing our hands more frequently. I was washing my hands frequently anyway, especially in the winter to keep from the flu. But now that COVID has shed a lot of light on a few things, the Vaseline trick is especially awesome. And I cannot wait for my lips. I like to keep lipsticks on hand. It's pretty cheap. It's less than $2 at the drugstore. Especially good for chapped lip season and wearing masks all year round is actually not doing my lips a favor by having to keep them under wraps for so long. I also don't use as much lip gloss wearing a mask, so that could be part of the equation. But my favorite lip products include Blistix, Vaseline, both extremely cheap to lock moisture in, and I love Clinique's Chubby Sticks. I bought the travel size set around Christmas, so I've got one in every color, one in every occasion. When you buy it at Christmas time, you can usually get a six-pack for $20. 
super cheap around the holidays, maybe even cheaper after the holidays. And I swear by these because I can line my lips. They're in the shape of a small pencil. So I line my lips and fill them in at the same time. I also love for drugstore brands, I love Soap and Glory. They're Sexy Mother Plumper. They have a really good gloss. They have different, well, just different types of glosses and lipsticks that plump your lips for you, last long all day, and definitely just make your lips look super plump and luxurious. And they're usually, I don't know, maybe maybe under $20. I'm pretty sure they're under $10. You can find them at Walgreens. You can always take a coupon in or most makeup products at Walgreens end up on sale at one time or another. As for my everyday foundation, I do second a lot of my friends on NYX, but I also love Infallible by L'Oreal because it has a light buildable coverage. It was actually recommended to me by Makeup Got Target. I was on a business trip. I forgot to bring my makeup. He recommended Infallible to me and then NYX's Can't Stop, Won't Call Stop Concealer. And I swear it looks just as good as anything I have bought from Ulta or a cosmetics counter in a department store. I think it works just as well. And the foundation costs less than $12 with tax. And the Can't Stop, Won't Stop was right around, I think it was right around $8. But either way, a really good deal saved me more than half the money I would have spent at an Ulta or a cosmetics counter in a department store. And for my eyebrows, one of my old secrets, my friend Amanda said anything NYX or e.l.f. And my favorite e.l.f. product is their eyebrow pens. And I found the blonde. It matches my shade of hair. Just super easy. I get my eyebrows waxed in a beauty school. And then I fill it in with the e.l.f. eye pencil. It just looks super professional, easy to do. I'm not one of these people that can be really precise with their very thin eyebrow pencils or that really wants to do the commitment of microblading, but that pencil is just the perfect filler for me, and it's $2. Now, before I go any further and talk about my favorite, favorite, well, besides skincare, my other favorite beauty routine, my hair, we're going to hear a word from Anchor, my sponsor. All right, so we started with the toes and the fingers, and now we're going to end it with the top of my head. I'm going to be really transparent with you guys on this one. I do spend a lot of money on my hair. I spend a lot of money getting it highlighted, low-lighted. I love being a blonde and being a blonde, whether natural or, you know, I'd say altered because my hair is naturally light, but it's highlighted, but any form of blonde is going to take a ton of maintenance. That's going to go from salon visits to the products that you use. You've got to be careful not to use the wrong products because the wrong products can make your hair look brassy. The wrong products can make your hair look dry. But I'm going to share a few experiences and things I have learned with my hair. Now, everybody's hair is different. There's going to be a lot of listeners that have curly hair, way more coarse hair than I have, that have that are brunettes or redheads. So any hair tips you have for me, send them my way and I can touch up on them in the next show. But one good way to save money on hair maintenance was something I discovered in my 20s when I first moved to Nashville 
was I would go to a salon professional academy and have my hair done there. That can get the highlights. I can get color shots, the keratin treatment. I can get the cut and style for around $120, which would be comparably $300 in a regular salon. I loved it. It saved me a ton of money. It helped me learn a lot about my hair. And the thing about getting your hair done in a beauty school is you're going to get someone who's not as experienced, but they're under the supervision of a very experienced instructor. So you're saving money, but you're also supporting someone else's career dreams. So I highly recommend that if you're looking to get your hair done on a budget. I also still do this to this day. As mentioned earlier, I get my eyebrows done at a beauty school. I've gotten facials at a beauty school. I used to get manicures, pedicures at beauty school before I was discovering my recent hack with the color strips. But it is a great option if you're looking to save money. It's a great option if you're, you have a friend that's in beauty school. Go out and support them. I strongly recommend that. But, I mean, for me now, I'm going to tell you that there's a couple corners you're going to cut by going to a beauty school. And you're not going to get the relaxing, full experience of a salon. But if you're willing to cut a few corners there, a beauty school is a perfect option for you. I don't recommend bottle hair color. And I'm just going to say this when somebody does their own hair color, I can tell just based on how flat it looks. And I don't think people realize that I can tell, but I have enough friends who work in the beauty industry that have pointed that out. And I think it's rubbed off on me that I can tell when somebody does the drugstore. I don't recommend that. I don't recommend drugstore hair dye. I've even watched some videos where people do it themselves and I cringe at every single one of them. That's probably just an opinion, but anyways, if you're really wanting to get the best deal, either find a hair care professional, make the investment, or go to a beauty school. So something I want to talk about with the maintenance of my hair, that's just a recent story, is that I was on a business trip and I forgot to pack shampoo and conditioner and dry shampoo. And I, I think anybody that travels a lot for work has a story about going on a business trip and finding that they have to get something last minute. Well, this happened with shampoo and conditioner. I normally use Pureology, which is not the cheapest stuff, but it does last for a long time. So I justify that way. Well, I went to Target looking for something comparable. So I found, quote unquote, their most all natural brand. It was made with coconut oil and aloe vera. It's made with all natural ingredients. It advertised being vegan and good for the planet. So I bought the value pack and decided to get that a try. I was actually excited too, but I used the shampoo and conditioner. They weren't bad, but they weren't great either. Then I look at the, once I wash my hair, styled it, put all the styling products in it. I always like top it off with dry shampoo just as a preventative measure. But I looked at the bottle of this dry shampoo. The number one ingredient in this dry shampoo was propane. Uh, never used it again. I asked my hair care professional about the main ingredient being propane. She did confirm to me that it's the same thing as lighter fluid. So just think about that lighter fluid in your hair. I just thank God I didn't light a candle that night, but you know, I refused to use hotel shampoo. The shampoo and conditioner wasn't that bad, but the dry shampoo using propane, that's enough to make me swear off drugstore hair products for a while. I found a brand recently on Amazon called Hair Dance, and it is made 
mainly of rice starch and lavender oil. A little bit of that goes a long way, and I'm not even through, I've had it for a couple weeks, I'm not even through a fraction of the bottle. I know it's going to last me at least six months. $10, it's called Hair Dance, and it was locally made. That's my dry shampoo hack. My friend Colby uses Suave. She said that Suave is a really good dry shampoo because she has darker hair and it doesn't look white against her hair. I've also been told by a hair care professional that if you do get desperate and need to buy drugstore hair care, that Suave is one of the best brands to buy. They don't use the sulfates and just the fillers and the alcohols that other products do. Now, I don't have much personal experience with it, but if I do have to go to the drugstore, that will probably be the next brand that I try. I personally do use, so during the year, Ulta has a sale, half off the big bottles of Redken. You can buy some value packs or travel sizes. I buy a lot of the travel sizes of Pureology just because I can make a travel size $8 bottle of Pureology last about two months. And I've learned that if I use the good shampoos, if I invest on the front end and have a great dry shampoo in addition to that, I have to wash my hair maybe two or three times a week. That has actually saved my hair, made my hair healthier. And while I make the investment on the front end of using expensive shampoo, I'm actually saving more money in the long run. So that's something to consider. You may find something at the drugstore does work well for you, does keep your hair healthy. Again, I'm not as well educated on the cheap drugstore shampoo. I stick to my Pureology and my Redken. And I also like Joyco, which I found Joyco at TJ Maxx for less than $10 a bottle. I like their mousse and their shampoo. That's my second favorite brand. It's a salon quality brand. But basically... Keep an eye on Ulta, your salon, make the investment on the front end, just from my experience, and get the best shampoo and conditioner for your hair. For styling, again, I do like to use the better brands. The styling products that you get from the salon, again, you're going to use less of. I have the 21 Benefits Spray that lasts for over a year. A bottle lasts for over a year. Spray that on my hair. It's got heat protectant. It's got detangler. It helps my hair, keeps my hair basically from getting damaged. So that's super beneficial and only have to buy it once a year. I use Redken mousse. Again, a quarter lasts me a long time. Again, since I don't wash my hair more than two or three times a week, I use less of it. So it goes a long way. The gel, the spray gel that styles my hair beforehand, but I always use a heat protectant and a styling product before that. And Hairspray, you can go cheap on. You could do like a Tresemme, L'Oreal, something from the drugstore. I don't like too much hairspray just because I don't like the smell of hairspray or making my hair super sticky, but that's something I recommend using for styling. But yeah, I've noticed with the Joyco mousse and hairspray and the Chi hairspray, that'll be enough to keep my curls intact when I do curl my hair. And just a little bit of mousse gives my hair the volume that I want. That's kind of my hacks for hair care. Again, these are just my tips, what's best for my hair. So if you've got something that you'd like to share, if you have curly hair, coarse hair, if you're a redhead, brunette, some of your best hair care hacks, I'd love to hear that. And I'll put it on my Instagram or briefly mention it in the next episode. And overall, with everything being stated, I hope that 
you have enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you found a lot of value. I hope you've enjoyed my beauty hacks. I enjoy hearing some of your alls as well. And most importantly, I hope you always, always, always feel amazing about yourself and feel beautiful no matter how much time and money you spend on investing into your appearances. Thanks again for listening, guys, and I look forward to next time. Hey again, it's Ella from Budget Babe Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it. It would mean the world to me if you would leave a review, letting me know what you think. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Ella Konomic, E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. I would love to connect with you and hear what you think. Thanks again.